Welcome to the Farming Simulator Podcast. See down and listen. Hello everyone, welcome to the second ever Farming Simulator Podcast. My name is Lars Malchurek and I am here with uh, Chucky. Chucky, say hello. Hello everybody, I'm Chucky, aka Chris, the community coordinator here at Giants, in case you don't know. Yeah, it's perfect. We have all three community managers here. Wait, all three? Wait, did I say three? Yeah, that is because we have someone new to introduce today. Ooh. Guys out there, meet Eleni. Eleni, say hello. Hey, everyone. Um, yeah, I'm Eleni. I'm the new community coordinator for Giants. Um, I'm going to be based in the, U the future U.S. office. Um, I'm excited to be working on Farming Sim and meeting everyone, every one of you guys. So... Yeah, hit me up whenever you guys need anything. I'm here to help. You heard it. Never stop. Just ask her questions. A million questions doesn't matter. Oh, so, she um, opened the floodgates with that one. Absolutely did. It will be a nightmare on Discord, promise. <laughs> um, yeah, as you heard, um, you might have known it for a while now. We are hiring a Chicago team, and Eleni is the very first one to join us in Chicago. She is the community coordinator, and she's also taking care of a lot of marketing stuff over there, making sure that you guys over in the United States feel good about who we are and who is there. She just started, so don't be too mean to her and don't ask all these super <laughs> in-depth questions. Give her a week or two so that she can settle down a bit. But uh, yeah, it will be awesome and it will hopefully help having people in a US time zone over there in the United States so that uh, you don't have to poke us at 3am in the morning like you usually do. Thanks for that. <laughs> Happens all the time. Yeah, it's so, uh, sometimes I wonder if people even sleep. Yeah, well, it's just different time zones, right? It's, it's not just different time zones. I get that from UK people who are like at 3 a.m. and like st sleep. Yeah, but guys, please just don't. And if, and I've seen that a lot, just don't start complaining after five minutes that we don't respond, right? At 3 a.m. in the morning, my response time is a little bit higher, but I usually respond at one point. Or I might just forget. Who knows? But we are not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about Eleni. Um, she already said that she is new, but I'm sure there is a lot to talk about. So feel free to introduce yourself. Tell us what you've done before, where you're from. Show everyone why I think this is the most awesome community team ever existed. Yeah, so I, I joined Giants not too long ago. I came from the Epic community team. I was working on social there on Fortnite and Battle Breakers. And prior to that, I was working at Activision on the community team there. You know, the Call of Duty franchise and other games like Crash Bandicoot and Sekiro. And yeah, so I've been working community for three years now. I'm excited to be joining the Giants, the Giants family. And it's my first time working on a farming or a simulation game. So this is going to be interesting and new and fun. And I'm excited to be one of the first people to be opening the new Chicago office. It's, it's all going to be so exciting. So, yeah. Yeah, it would be great. But you're not in Chicago yet, right? No, we don't no, I'm in. Too much detail, I'm based in Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, and I I plan to move to Chicago eventually, whenever it's you know safe to do so. Yeah, and as you can imagine, we are still working on that because opening up a new office from Europe uh, in the United States is kind of difficult right now, thanks to the times. Yeah. But we will do it, and we found Delaney anyway. So. Thank goodness. That's that's good news. Yeah, that's awesome news. I can't wait to have uh, someone out there from the United States because that will be a huge help for the community team. Yeah, I think so too because um, I know you guys are based in Europe. Um, I think it would be a, a, a cool thing to have someone here in the U.S. to help out. You know, the U.S. Uh, the the U.S. player base. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We need that. We have so many players over there, and uh, we have some awesome uh, streamers and influencers basically uh, raising the flag for us, but... I'm happy to have someone from Giants over there, and I'm quite sure it will be awesome. Yeah, for, especially for live events, it's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, please, can we just not talk about live events? That makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, sorry. For like, when they start again. When they start yeah, again. Yeah, that was like 12 months ago. Pretty much exactly 12 months ago. Yeah. Uh, that was IEM Katowice was the last live event we did. Uh, and then uh, everything I mean, went technically, that was also PAX East. Which, where I was, and honestly, yeah, and was, I, I am very sad that I couldn't go, that we couldn't go this year. So, but now we have an American. Yes. So, Eleni can tell us what <laughs> is the most amazing uh, game fair in the United States. Is it PAX? Is it E3? Um, my first one was E3. Um, it was kind of like surreal for me to be there. I was working as a temp contractor for another game company. Um, And I don't know, I, it kind of has, it brings back a lot of good memories and a lot of excitement and nostalgia that I had for um, going to my first E3. So I kind of have like a, you know, I, I just love E3. So E3 it is. I mean, I've been there, quite frankly, it seemed boring. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I love being in LA, right? It was my first time in LA. I loved it. Uh, I right away went and find, uh, found Mark Hamill's uh, star that was the most important thing for me <laughs> and then I went to, to the E3 and I mean it was cool to be at E3 because it's such a special event but honestly just the the event itself if you are not on the, all these press conferences and stuff just on the floor that was boring yeah it can be I, um, I kind of liked how they uh, I think it was around 2017 or 2018 when they opened up the doors to the general public um that's when it started getting like really really full there um but i think regardless i think it's a it's a cool experience to be at yeah absolutely is and la is for sure a place to be i mean you have to see it it's just <laughs> it's, it's at least for me as a european or german it's insane i mean mm -hmm. i feel like the whole country of germany fits into that city <laughs> yeah, I I, I'm, I used to be from LA. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the city. I'm kind of glad I'm not living there anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. But that's just me, I guess. So how annoying is it for you when Europeans come over and do all this tourist stuff, like run through LA or just go to the next I don't know, 7-Eleven, just because it's a 7-Eleven? I, I do it all the time. If I fly over, <laughs> I have to go to a 7-Eleven. Because it's a 7-Eleven, right? In mm -hmm. Europe, it's just legendary. You have to buy a Twinkie there. If you don't buy a Twinkie in a 7-Eleven, you are not cool. Um, <laughs> and you have to go to Taco Bell because we don't have that in Europe. Is that super <laughs> annoying? Uh, do you Bell. have Europeans coming over and just going on your nerves because they're like, oh, God, they're doing this tourist stuff again? <laughs> um, I can't. I don't. Not really, no. But I feel like if I was a tourist, like going to Europe or, you know, a country in Europe, I'd be super obnoxious, too. <laughs> Just because I've never been there and it's something that I want to do eventually, you know? Oh, you will. I'm sure we're going to fly you over at one point, especially for FarmCon, because mm -hmm. we do have uh, our very own uh, game fair as well, the FarmCon. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that one might not be on site this year. We don't know yet, right? Uh, it's still a little bit in flux. Fingers crossed, but... but yeah, fingers yeah. crossed, but it might it might be an online event. We don't know. But there will be a FarmCon again, and then I'm sure people in Europe will be able to meet you, and you can come to Europe and do what every American did who came over to me right now, try to buy a Hamburger Royale. 
What is that? Um, so it is from the Pulp Fiction movies, actually. Uh, there is a discussion in the movies where they're like, do you know what they call a quarter pounder in Europe? A hamburger royale. Oh. And they make fun of it. And then people come over and they're like, I need to buy a hamburger royale. It's the same thing mm -hmm. I do with the Twinkie, right? Because I've seen it in movies. I'm like, I need to buy a Twinkie in a, in a, a 7-Eleven. And they are coming over and like, I need to go to McDonald's and get a hamburger royale. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just what happens. But let's, let's stick to you. So you said you are new to simulators. You are new to farming. Mm -hmm. Um... Therefore, we won't go into too much, you know, in-depth in questions about farming. But you played our game for a while now. Mm -hmm. What do um, you think in general is it what makes people in the United States interested? Yeah, I was going to say, um, yeah, I since I started, I've dumped up, you know, probably like around 10, 15 hours in it, which is not a lot. I, I, you know, I plan to dump some more hours into it and get like a bigger feel for it. Um, but generally, I think what's really attractive about it is that it's definitely a, a different genre of game than, you know, your typical FPS or something. Um, and it, what I find so attractive about it is just that how chill it is in general. Um, you can literally just like relax at your desk and just farm to your heart's content. Um, and it's something about that too, that's just like strangely addictive, you know, like you just get addicted to like, far, like farming and selling it and, you know, doing all that stuff and maintenance and upkeeping your farm. Um, so I, gen I, I do definitely see how people find it so addictive because I've been there. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I, I mean, feel I'm the same way. Yeah. I, I think I mentioned it before, at least to the German community. When I started the game, it was because everyone was making fun of it. Um, so that was like back in 2012. Mm -hmm. was the first farming simulator I ever played. And at least in my, my friends were making fun of it because, you know, simulator games in Germany are kind of special because everyone's like, oh, yeah, you work all day, then you go home and then you play a simulator and you technically work again. So I bought it. It was addictive. Here I am. That's <laughs> just what happens. Um, but yeah, have you heard the first podcast, Delaney? I did. I did listen to most of it with uh, DJ so you know that. Yeah, so you know that we are usually, if we try to introduce people, we come up with the weirdest questions in general to make sure that, you know, people get a proper impression of who you are. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, Chucky, do you want to start? Should I start? I, I have a very good question. Um, start. What, what's your least favorite t-shirt color to wear? <laughs> what? Uh. <laughs> you wanted a weird question. That's a weird question. <laughs> yeah, well, you win that one. That's like something oh I was not expecting at all. Yeah, that's the um, point. Uh, let me see. Um, maybe like orange or yellow. I'm not a huge fan of those colors. Okay, just because you don't like the colors, not because you're like, okay, on the shirt they're weird. Yeah, I. Oh, I mean, I think on a shirt they're even weirder um, because they're just so bright, and I tend to just go for like more muted colors personally, like grays or blacks or whites, even. Okay, you know? I I can't relate. I'm I'm like the opposite because I'm like all my shirts are black. I, I need <laughs> yeah. some color. But yeah, Lars, do you have a yeah. question ready? Yeah, well, as we are with weird things, so what is the weirdest thing about Eleni that you want to ta tell the people out there? Um, about myself? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let me, I, I'm, there's like a lot of weird stuff, but none of it is coming to my head right now. <laughs> so um, maybe what is the weirdest hobby you ever had? Let me see. Weirdest hobby? Um, I don't know. I was, I was going to say like 
baking, but that's not pretty weird. <laughs> it depends I, what you bake. Um, muffins, which is okay, pretty normal, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's not too weird. No. Um, I don't know. I like to watch a lot of scary movies as well. Um, what kind of, like, specifically uh, scary movies? or Like, yeah. Like, like horror s- movies? Like, slasher films. Um, a lot of, like, you know, the classic horror icons from, like, the 80s and 90s. Um, yeah, I, I, I love horror and everything about it. Okay, from um, the 80s and 90s, but you're super young. Is that, you know, <laughs> I, I'm old enough to watch 80s movies, but most people don't even know what I'm talking about these yeah, days. Well, yeah, about. I am a 90s baby, but I mean, I I don't know. I, I, I know about all the 80s and 90s movies. I think everyone does, and it's just something that um, I, I, I like to watch those uh, old movies. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a bit of a talk about slasher stuff recently because we've figured out we had converging interests there mm, yeah so talking about movies in general what is your favorite movie then of all time not not only horror just huh all time there's a lot of good movies out there that's true um i want to say let me see i kind of want to say just scream because that's like the most recent movie i watched and i watched it a, like a lot of times um honestly there is like Star Wars out there, Harry Potter, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, and your favorite movie is Scream. See, yeah, I'm not, I'm not into Star Wars. I'm not. I am into <sighs> Harry Potter. <laughs> My heart. You survived, Lars. <laughs> I have read the Harry Potter books and I watch all films, um, but I wouldn't say they're my favorite. Uh, but yeah, Scream is one of the most recent movies I watched. Um, I really like it. It's uh, a really self-aware. Um, scary movie um which i find interesting and they kind of like played into all the horror tropes that, that are uh, out there and um it just it just makes it just makes into a good movie i think personally yeah i like it as well i just wouldn't put it into my top 10 list <laughs> I, I can see it um if you like horror then scream is definitely one of the top horror movies out there yeah or halloween mm. Or Nightmare on Oh, these are classics. Mm-hmm. Now we are talking about. Classics. I was watching the. I did watch the um, the 1978 version recently as well. And yeah. It's so it's so weird to go back and look at a like a really old movie and how they were made and and compare those to like more modern day movies and see how much has changed. Yeah, like the the really really old movies like the first Halloween. That's basically a guy with a camcorder uh, mm-hmm. and a piano for soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It's really, really yeah, amazing. So, Lars, just to shock you a little bit, Scream by now is considered a horror classic, you know? It is a classic. <laughs> I'm just not... Uh, I just wouldn't put it into my top ten. But, uh, yeah. yeah it's Talk about games, maybe. What's your favorite game, then? Um, currently, so this just ties into like what we were just talking about, but I do play a lot of Dead by Daylight. Um, it is. It has grown to be one of my like all-time favorite games, um, I like that they did a lot of um, collaborations with um, horror like icons and licenses, and I just find it a fun game in general. I like being chased by the killer, or I like playing as a killer occasionally as well, and chasing other people. So, <laughs> I wonder if this podcast is e for everyone in the end. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was just wondering about, about that myself. That's why, <laughs> like, I would have a really, really topical question for that, but I can't ask that because we definitely would break the e for everyone. Yeah, no, we should. Do that. Um, and I. <laughs> So Dead by Daylight is like one of my favorite games. Um, 
partially because I've been playing it a lot, a lot recently for the past few months. Um, but if I had to choose an, maybe like an all-time favorite game, um, there's just so many games to choose from. I like Bloodborne as well, which is a, another horror game. Um, a good one, though. It's, <laughs> Dead by Daylight is good. Um, yeah, but Bloodborne is just fantastic. It's It has such a good lore and aesthetic and... Um, yeah, I love everything about Bloodborne. I also like Persona 5, um, which is another great game as well. It's not horror, but it is um, a good game with a good story. Have you yeah, got- you are more into these niche things, right? Usually if you ask people about their movies, they come up with, as I said, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Harry Potter. If you ask about games, they usually come up with Witcher or Final Fantasy. You are more of a niche person. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not too niche. I mean, these are not niche games no, per se. I, I was but... about to say, like, Persona is pretty huge. Yeah. It, yeah. I think this, before Persona 5, it was a little more niche, but now it, it has grown to be really popular. Yeah. It's it's always a bit of a question of uh, where are your own interests? Where do you personally look? Uh, what, what's niche and what isn't? It's a little bit like Farming Simulator in a way. A lot of people are like Farming Simulator is a very small game, but we have millions of players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely do. It's not a niche game anymore. I'd say Farming Simulator, I mean, it used to be a niche game, of course, but I wouldn't consider it a niche game. No. I think we left niche very solidly with uh, FS19. Yeah, we probably did it with 17, but 19 definitely. I want to be safe, you know? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So I ask a couple of questions. Chucky, your turn. Basically, you, you, asked, make, you yeah. asked all the good questions already. Uh, yeah, like uh, I'm pretty sure our community will bother you about this, but mm-hmm. let me just ask you the the one question that you will get asked a lot: What's your favorite brand of agricultural machinery, if you have one? Hmm, I not sure yet. I kind of want to say this is going to sound very like typical, but I kind of want to say John Deere because this is like the main brand that like Americans grow up on. If you're like if you grew up on a farm, that's the main brand that you're familiar with. And here in North Carolina, I kind of see John Deere like shops everywhere. Um, so that's the main name that comes to mind right now. But I'm sure as I keep playing the game, I'm going to become more, with more, more familiar with other brands and um, even European brands as well. Yeah, it might change. Uh, but honestly, yeah, it's good. Brand. Or it might not. Yeah. There are a lot of Europeans who love John Deere. Yeah. I love John Deere. I mean, it's not my favorite brand. Yeah. Uh, I'm into Valtra, but mm-hmm. uh, John Deere, awesome. I love these guys. They are <laughs> fun to work with, by the way. You will learn that uh, very quickly because John Deere is so huge in, in America that I'm quite sure you will have to deal with John Deere a lot. Mm-hmm. And so far, everyone I met who worked at John Deere, they were all absolutely brilliant people. So if the Americans are like that, because so far I only met the German versions, of course, the, uh, John Deere Germany. It will be fun. Yeah. Dealing yeah. with brands in general is fun because these guys are usually pretty cool. Um, some of them, at least in Germany, because so many uh, tractor manufacturers are not the youngest uh, audience in the world. Let's phrase it that way. They are kind of confused when you talk about video games, but they are all cool. <laughs> yeah. More weird questions, Chucky. Oh, God. Um, Come on, you can ask so many questions that start with uh, favorite or least favorite. Something like, what's your least favorite food? <laughs> I mean, we had that one last week with uh, yeah. DJ. Oh, we can use Dennis' question. 
the one that so if we meet you in uh, in the kitchen for lunch mm-hmm. or at the at the coffee maker what would be the number one topic you would love to chat about hmm. just you know with anyone you meet in the kitchen in the kitchen what's the yeah. if you pick a topic in a round of people you know or don't know what is your favorite topic to talk about i i honestly just love talking about games all kinds of games um Since, I mean, since this is a game company, I would assume most people play games, and that would be a good topic to uh, talk about. Um, But also just food. (laughs) You know, food is awesome, and food is, like, I think a good, like, social thing. Um, So it'd either be games or food for me. I don't think I've ever met a single community manager who wouldn't answer games. (laughs) We we all just love talking about games. That's why we have this job, I guess. So the question was maybe a bit stupid for um, it's not stupid. Maybe somebody like the question you phrased it very specifically. So you know, maybe true. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, somebody would answer differently. Um, I I have no weird question. I'm drawing blanks here. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if we don't have any questions, we can give Eleni the chance to ask questions. But I'm not sure if we want to because then we have to give the weird answers, and it, I mean, it's I'm, more I'm fun f- if we are not on the short end of the stick. I'm, I'm <clears> fine with answering weird questions. You know that. Yeah, I know we do that a lot. Yeah. Um, what if I ask you guys? Um, so I'll start with Lars. So you guys asked me uh, a weird hobby of mine, which I'm still trying to think of a good answer to because I'm not. I'm sure there's something there, and it's just not coming to mind. Um, but Lars, do you have anything that's like a weird ho- that others might perceive as a weird hobby, or you think is a weird hobby yourself? Just one. I have like tons of it. I think the so there are three things that I think are weird about my hobbies. First of all, I'm a Star Wars nerd. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm probably the craziest Star Wars dude I've ever met. <laughs> um, that sounds like not a weird hobby, but if you think about it, back in 1999, when Episode 1 came out, um, it was scheduled for May in the US and for August in Germany, so I flew over to see it because I have to see every Star Wars movie in a midnight premiere. That's the rule. Mm-hmm. So that was like a three grand uh, cinema ticket. <laughs> that was weird. Um I collect Shira figures. Maybe that is weird. Uh, the 90s Shira. So back in the days in the 80s, um, because I'm old, I'm 42. Uh, I was a huge Masters of the Universe fan. He-Man scattered her all this stuff. A lot of people know what I'm talking about. If if you don't, then you are young. Congratulations. Um, and there was a female version of it called Shira. And for some reason, I started collecting. Shira figures. I have like 20 or something uh, of these around me. <laughs> that that could be a weird hobby as well, mm-hmm. I'd say. Probably and I'm a role player. Probably not Honestly, too weird, no. No, I think, for, especially for you, collecting action figures of any kind thing you like is pretty on par. Yeah, I do have Ray figures from Star Wars. I have yeah. 131 different Ray figures. Okay, like that's them. a lot of Ray figures, just her specifically. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, so what I did is I did research for like four or five months and tried to find every single Ray figure in the world. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I did, but I found like 178 or something different mm-hmm. uh, Ray figures. And then I started ordering them. I have stuff from Japan, from Brazil, from all around the world. Uh, that's weird about me. Yeah, that's people like, pinged that's you like, if they saw one. Yeah, even the community does that. Thanks uh, to the farming simulator community, by the way. I have a lot of people out there who know about my Ray addiction, mm-hmm. thanks to my Twitter, I guess. Ray addiction. And I get I get messages from farming simulator fans all around the world when they found new rays. I've got sent some rays, like uh, Kinder Surprise uh, rays from the United States. 
have been sent to me by fans from the United States. Thank you for that, by the way. I was going to say, that's like really, um, that's a lot of dedication, which I actually respect, just like dedicated to finding all the Ray figures out there. It is a weird hobby, though. <laughs> it definitely yeah. is. And I do have weird Chucky. Hmm? My That's... weirdest hobby. Well, uh, honestly, two years ago, I would have said uh, that I'm a furry is a pretty weird hobby. By now, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm keeping ants. Uh, mm-hmm. I have three ant colonies in my house. That's my weird hobby. Uh, I keep uh, three lovely, lovely ant queens that are currently growing right behind me. And I look forward to when their worker populations explode into the thousands, because then <laughs> we're going to be like, yay. And the funny thing is, um, this started with video games. Um, I, I blame the YouTube algorithm. So um, aside from, you know, I like playing chill games in general. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of base builders end up on my playing list. And uh, a few years ago, there came out the game called Empires of the Undergrowth, which uh, you might guess it is an ant colony RTS game. I don't want to call it a simulator because it's very much more a strategy game about solving levels and stuff. And I was watching gameplay videos of that on YouTube. And because it's ant themed, the YouTube algorithm went, hey, uh, mm-hmm. this is about ants. You want to see some ants? <laughs> and this is how you get ants, by the way. Um, so I was recommended several channels about ant keeping and how easy it is. And I was like, that's, that's actually pretty interesting. So uh, a few months later, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to get ants. And then I ordered my first ant in a in store called Ant Store in Berlin. <laughs> and, uh, and the ant sure. store, I like that. It's, it's great. There's a lot of ant, ant puns uh, there. Like They have all names like that. Uh, there's another one that's actually called Sim Ants that uses the logo of the old Sim Ants game. I'm not sure if that's copyright-like legally, but hey, I'm not going to tell on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so all of a sudden, Eleni realizes that we definitely are a weird bunch. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to think about weird hobbies again now that you asked us and realized, oh God... <laughs> Like, you could get a Getco or something. That would. Oh, I, I think getting reptiles is not that weird, to be honest, nowadays. No, it's not. No, but, but ants it, is interesting, I think. But is. you have cats, right? Or at least a cat. <laughs> yeah. I have one cat, and sometimes I'm like, I think, I, I honestly feel like sometimes I should just get her a friend. Um, maybe she'd probably be happier or just have someone to play with and talk to. But at the same time, like my current cat, by just by herself, she causes a lot of like mayhem. So I'm like, maybe another cat is not a good idea. That's like double the trouble, you know? Yeah, or maybe half the trouble because if uh, the cat has someone to play with, might mm-hmm. be less mayhem. Yeah, I have two cats. I can promise it's not less mayhem. It it, it just is not. <laughs> it is actually twice the trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually, you know, one of the questions we ask all the time here is uh, cats or dog. So in your case, you're a cat person rather than a dog person? Yeah, I mean, I'm probably a cat person now that I got my cat. Um, But like I was trying last year, I was wanting some kind of like companion and I was going between a dog or a cat and I settled for a cat. But prior to that, um, my family kind of grew up with dogs. So I was a dog person for most of my life. Um, And this is my first time having a cat ever. but she's awesome. Even though she causes a lot of mayhem, she's awesome. And I'm happy I got her in the end, you know? So, yeah, maybe I am a cat person now. What is her name? Her name's Momo. Um, 
yeah, so it, it just means peach in Japanese. Um, I thought it was a cute name for her, and we just stuck with it. Uh, yeah, I, I was like, you can't name it after the book character. That's only a German, a big book in Germany. Um, yeah, I guess yeah. Momo is not so big outside of Germany. Probably <laughs> most people don't even know what it is. I'll have to look that up after this then. Yeah. It is a very, very famous uh, German book. It's awesome. There are movies about it, but it's super German. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. I, w- I wasn't sure for a moment. I, I don't even remember the author. But uh, if you find an English copy to ever, anyone listening, give it a read. It's a really nice uh, young reader's book. Yeah, I think you can yeah, say it's like absolutely. For, it's a child's book. Yeah, mm. yeah, it is like, a child's I, book. Is it for children or is it like young adults? Like <laughs> I'd, I'd say not too young. Yeah, uh, like eight to ten. It, to yeah, 12. probably. Yeah, I think that would be appropriate. Talking about names, uh, we know we have Lizardtown and Chucky. So, what will be your giant's official Discord, Twitter, forum, whatever name? Because Eleni won't be it, right? That's your real name. <laughs> um. So that's the thing, though. It is my real name, but I kind of just like it. I kind of just like using it everywhere. Um, my Twitter handle is just Elaney. My Twitch is just Elaney. Um, by just, I mean literally just my first name. Um, and it's kind of just something I go by everywhere. So it's probably just going to be my first name, which is like, I know, boring, but I'm, I'm used to it. And it's something that, that I like to be called. So we'll just stick with yeah, that. No, it's cool. I, I think it's actually cool that you managed to get that handle. Yeah, I mean, I was like, it's so hard impressive. to get your first name. Yeah, it's so hard to get your first name on Twitter or something because someone has done that like in 1944 mm-hmm. or something. Um, just it's, like, just like how you're like really dedicated to getting your uh, Ray figures. Um, I'm like super like obsessed with getting my name on social media. So it took a, it took years to finally get those names, but I managed to do it. So I'm happy about that. Nice. I mean, nice. yeah, I have it easy with my name because Lizardtown, I invented that. If you ever see a Lizardtown somewhere, it's me. A hundred percent. There's no yeah. other Lizardtown out there. Mm-hmm. I don't have that, unfortunately. I always, you all, you'd think so, uh, there's not a lot of people around using Shaki as a nickname, but mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, yeah. Especially the way you wrote it, because uh, no, like, I don't the use the murder part, doll. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it's not it's not the horror check. Yeah, because you don't also don't pronounce it like that. You you taught people to pronounce it like that, but it's wrong. <laughs> How would you have Chucky, not Chucky, Chucky. <laughs> like like with an S like the fish? C-H. Sharky? No, not Sharky. There is no R in there. <laughs> now I, uh, now I picture you as a big shark running around. <laughs> Outside Great. of water. That could be I, a new I do like have the shark fursona. That could be a fursona for you. You, you, are now, you are now left shark from the Super Bowl thing like three years ago. Congratulations. <sighs> Great. <laughs> Great. Um, back to Laney. I think we are pretty much done here. But oh, hold I on. Love, hold on. Hold yeah. on. I, uh, when, when we're talking about this specific topic, Eleni, mm-hmm. if you were an animal, which one would you be? <gasps> that one again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> again? Um, let me see. Ah, oh, there's so many good animals out there. That's true. Um, I would want to be like something fierce, I think. Um, a squirrel. A squirrel. <laughs> Squirrels can be deadly when cornered. <laughs> but they're too Test cute. Test it for you. <laughs> um, maybe like a, a snow leopard or something. Oh, I, snow I leopards. I think they're beautiful. They're I think gorgeous. a lot of a lot of big cats are so beautiful. Yes. Yeah, you are a cat person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Glad we sorted that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have to be my answer. 
Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. I like it. And Lars, what would so, he be? Um, I would be a llama. <laughs> no surprise there. No, it's actually, you might have noticed that this is my uh, Skype avatar and mm-hmm. my Twitter avatar, and mm-hmm. I use llamas everywhere already. Yeah, they're just the your reason favorite for that animal. is super boring, though. Uh, my name is Lars Malcherek, which is L A and then M mm-hmm. A. Put together, it's llama, mm-hmm. the German llama, because we don't pronoun- uh, write it, spell it with double L, it's just L A M A. So, Lars Malcherek, llama, there we go. I'm a llama now. To be fair, I think llama just suits you perfectly. Like with I love it. All, with, I mean this not like in a jokey way even. I think that actually suits you. <laughs> I like that, though. Definitely. I like that you kind of got creative with um, the first letters of your name. It was actually an accident. Um, back in the days when I... Well, I live in Germany again. Before I started working in games, uh, I worked in a very, very German company called Thyssenstahl, oh, yeah. which is a steel manufacturer. And if you signed something, you had to use the first two letters of your first name and the first two letters of your surname. So I always signed things with Lama. And then, you know, at one point I was like, yeah, Lama is good. I'm going to use that one. Um, later, I had a photo studio. And again, I had to mark the times I wanted to use it because it was a shared studio. And again, we used first two letters, second two letters. And I was like, okay, it's Lama again. And then... When I thought about a Twitch avatar, I was like, it has to be a llama now. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Llama it. Sometimes it'd be like that. Sometimes it is just like that. Exactly. Cool, but we are running out of time, and I would love for Eleni to bind, basically have the final words to our community. Now that you are new, uh, I would like to say, first of all, Eleni will be seen on Discord, in the forums, and everywhere else starting today. Uh, when we upload this, which is Monday... If you are listening to this and it's not a Monday, then it's out since Monday. If you are listening to this and Monday the 15th of March is way behind you, then she's here for a while now. But yeah, on the 15th of March, she will be seen everywhere. Feel free to contact her, especially if you're in the United States or in a time zone that suits the United States better than Germany. Because I know Chucky and me, we are hard to catch sometimes because of the German time zones. Eleni is there. She will answer all your questions and she will hopefully be a huge help. I'm sure she will be. She has a lot of experience. You heard it. Epic, uh, Activision, huge companies now here. And this is your final two minutes, Eleni. Talk to the community. Tell them whatever you want to tell them. Um, yeah, just as Lars said, I'll be in Discord and other community spaces. Um, if you see me on, I'll probably get back to you. Um, I've jo- I joined the Giants team to help with um, US-based stuff and, you know, the American player base. So if you're American, you don't have to be American. But if you see me online, I'm, I'm, we're in the same time zone. Feel free to reach out. If you have any questions as well, um, I'm here to help. I'm happy to help. Uh, if you just want to talk about games or something, you can do that too. Um, but I'll definitely be a lot, really active in Discord. And uh, yeah. I'm happy to be here. Oh, and one thing we should mention. You speak Spanish, right? I do. Um, it was uh, actually my first language. Um, but since I started, like, when I entered elementary school, um, English became my native language. I don't speak Spanish as much anymore. Um, but I do understand everything, and I do speak uh, speak Spanish as well. So, yeah. So yeah, if you are Spanish speakers out there, feel free to contact Eleni as well. Or contact Chucky or me, but we don't understand anything. <laughs> I can order a pineapple juice. Yeah, great. I had Spanish at school. <laughs> well, 
thank you everyone it is awesome to have you on board um super happy that we are three now it will be amazing anything else you guys want to cover or are we done here i think we're done mm -hmm. we are done or are we eleni um i think we're good we're good oh awesome nice. All right. thank, yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. We definitely enjoyed it. Thanks for being here, Lainey. I mean, you didn't have a choice because you work here now, but still. <laughs> he, he, does uh, that that. he did that with me, too. And Eleni will be with us in the next podcast as well. Don't forget, we are doing a lot of them. This is the second and won't be the last. And as Eleni is part of the team now, you will hear her, uh, hear her voice a lot in the future. Mm -hmm. Not only on that podcast, but also pretty much everywhere where we are. Looking forward to it. Until then, have a great time and talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.